This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. You play to win the game. Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. You know something? Probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, whenever we wonder what's going on in this league or what to expect next, we check in with our friend Jim Fossil, who is kind enough to join us again from the West Coast for what we call, guys, Fossil on Football. Jim, of course, was a Super Bowl coach who once played quarterback. He was drafted by the Chicago Bears, so he's perfectly suited to comment on some of the quarterbacks in the news today. And, Jim, I want to get started with a subject that we've dealt with some here today, and that's Tom Brady. He was in training camp this summer, but, of course, then he was suspended for four games. Now he's back. He's back at practice, and he's going to start Sunday. What should we reasonably expect from him? I think he'll just step back in and go. I mean, I really do. You know, Tom Brady is... You know, you think of players that have accomplished what he has accomplished. But you know what? He works out so hard year-round. I mean, he's down in Southern California working out all the time with a trainer. And not a quarterback coach, but a trainer. And, uh, you know, he's got so many years, I think, that he's going to lift the team up. All right, there's our leader. He's back. And I would be surprised if he didn't come in there with guns a-blazing and play well. Jim, four rookies have started a quarterback in the first month. Carson Wentz, Jacoby Brissett, Cody Kessler, and Dak Prescott. Three of them have won games, and two of them are unbeaten. Why are quarterbacks more ready to step in and play in the NFL now than they've ever been in the past? Well, I think that, you know, the passing game has transcended to the college game. And these guys spend more time. I mean, you know, the best example I can give you is I have people ask me all the time, Who's the best quarterback? Who is the best running back? The football game in college and in the pros has become a passing league. I mean, you're not going to find, in this decade, I don't think you're going to find a running back that's going to make the Hall of Fame because you're not going to get enough carries. And uh, you'll find quarterbacks and receivers and those type of guys, tight ends, because the game's changed. It's a passing game now. And these guys come from college, and they're so much more adapt reading coverages, uh, throwing the football down the field than it ever has been. Hey, Jim, I thought I'd just let you know that Goose is already stumping for Ezekiel Elliott for the Hall of Fame. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Jim, Jim, let me take it further, Jim. In Texas here, I see it in high schools. Everybody's running. They've been running the spread here for the last 10 years, and everybody's recruiting quarterbacks out of Texas. These kids right now are seeing defenses that they're going to see in college and in the NFL when they're in 10th, 11th, 12th grade. You're exactly correct, but here is what I believe in wholeheartedly. I mean, that's the way the game's played today. But if you look at the teams right now in the NFL, let's just stick to the NFL, the teams that are leading their division also have a defense that's outstanding. They're in the top ten. I've looked at it, studied it. Uh, You know, you you start going down those teams. you got to still be able to play defense. And that includes, you know, rushing the passer and all that. It's not just stop the run game. But uh, and offenses that have a high percentage completion, and I mean that's the secret to winning right now: being able to play defense and get to the passer, okay, and win the turnover battle. And if you look at the stats and you marry those together, those are the teams that are leading the division or have a winning record. 
Yeah, and as you know, Jim, it's very hard to play defense these days since it's been outlawed by the uh, people <laughs> in New York. It's incredible. It drives me yeah. crazy. Uh, yeah. and I know you were in L.A. this past weekend. I just wonder what your thoughts are on, on, on Case Keenum. Is he as good as he looks so far, or does uh, water eventually reach its own level and he's going to be less than he appears to be? What do you think? No, I think that uh, I, I like the way that you guy plays. I really do. Uh, you know, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes that hurts his team. You know, and they're, they're playing good on defense right now. That's what's carrying them there. they got to get the run game going. But, um, you know, the guy looks to me like, you know, he doesn't have to be a Tom Brady or an Aaron Rodgers or one of those guys to carry the team because there are other parts. Their defense is playing well. they got to get the run game going. They're doing well on the turnover ratio. That's a win- uh, winning formula. We're speaking with former coach Jim Fossil on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at at talkoffamenet. And, Jim, since Ron just referenced Case Keenum, they've got another quarterback on that team. guy was sitting behind him who I thought would be starting by now, and that's the number one pick of the draft, Jared Goff. When do you think we get a glimpse of him? Well, I don't know. You know, 10 minutes ago I was on the phone with my son, okay? And I was busting him because he was running down the sideline on that punt return and all that stuff. But anyway, <laughs> I don't ask those questions. I don't, you know, people think, oh, your, your son tells you. No, there's certain things that are not, I don't talk to him about. And that's one of those things. Okay, I never question anything. I don't want any inside information because uh, if it gets out, then I'm a suspect. I, I'm concerned, really, really concerned that, you know, there was a rumor went out that he wasn't that smart. But wait a minute. Come on. The guy doesn't get picked with a first pick. You've done all your research. I mean, even when I played, they gave you an IQ test when you're a quarterback and recognition of things. So I don't know. I was shocked when he wasn't dressed for the first game. He was inactive. Now, that that's a big drop from number one pick to not even active in the first game. So what I've seen of him, I like him. But there's got to be something missing. Maybe he hasn't picked it up. Maybe he's lost his confidence. I don't know what it is. I mean, they're not stupid. I mean, they, they want to have the best guy out there. But it's really puzzling to me that after, after that first game, that he was, in the first game, he was not even active. That's, that's a huge drop. So, you know, and I swore to God, I would tell you guys first of anybody if my son gave an opinion, but I don't want to know, and I never ask him, and he's never going to tell me. Jim, let me switch from L.A. to Dallas. You're sitting there, you got Tony Romo working on a $100 million contract. He's hurt. He's old. Every time he gets hit, he seems to get hurt. And you got Dak Prescott, set fourth-round draft pick, unbeaten. He's the only quarterback that started four games and hasn't turned the ball over yet. This is much like the Brady man, uh, Brady uh, Bledsoe situation. What do you do if, if you're sitting there and your team is five and two when Romo's ready? Ready? Do, do you go with Romo or do you keep Prescott out there? Well, I, I would keep him out there right now, Dak. I, I I was very impressed with this guy. I didn't know anything about him when I saw him operating. I go, wow. I mean, he's got a quick release. He looks like he's a quick uh, decision maker. Uh, his numbers are really good for what they're asking him to do, uh, and. I think that I would uh, delay Tony Romo as long as you could to make sure he is healthy because once you make the move, you're not going to put him in there, and if he's not functioning, then you've got to pull him. You're not going to do that. So I, I, would, I would let him – I mean, if, if my backup quarterback was not playing well, yeah, go. But that's not the case with Dak. 
I mean, he's playing well. I was very impressed with the guy, and I would give him a little bit more time and make sure Tony Romo is 100% completed. wonder what you make of the Cam Newton, Carolina Panthers situation. Uh, it looks from afar here that you know, part of his problem is, well, he's getting the greatest protection in the world, either from his own team or the, or the officials, for that matter. Um, just wondering if you if you think there's perhaps that sort of post-Super Bowl loss dip or something else is going on there. Well, you know, uh, it, it's a phenomenon that happens. Uh, I can't tell you about all sports, but I remember one time looking at it when we went to the Super Bowl, and I looked at it because we got beat, and I'm thinking, all right, how, how many times can we rebound on this thing? And it was like one team out of the last 10 Super Bowls that lost even made it to the playoffs the next year. You know, wait a minute, there's something, something's missing here. It was phenomenal. And I, you don't hold me exactly to the stats, but it was like if you get beat in the Super Bowl next year, you're not even getting in, this, in the, in the uh, playoffs. And uh, I tried to figure that out. And that happened to us. We got to the Super Bowl, and the next year we didn't even get in the playoffs because of different things. But uh, it's a phenomenon that yeah, I don't think anybody can explain right now. I can't, certainly. Hey, Jim, quickly, um, try to explain this. What's going on with Eli Manning? We've got about 30 seconds. Well, I was asked that on a, a TV show one time. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. In my definition of an elite quarterback, is a guy that can, no matter what the run game is or what the pass protection is, he just he can take your team and win. I don't think he's that guy. Hey, Jim, we've got a ruddy game, unlike Eli, and we've got to run the commercial. <laughs> but thanks for the time, as always, and we'll check back with you next month. All right, love talking to you guys. Always fun. That was former coach Jim Fossil. Up next, our game changers. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. This is Leroy Glover, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. 